I got a new vape. I think we're good on here. Welcome back Can to episode see? 37? Hmm? No, no. 33. I think it's 32. 30, I think 30, it's 30, 30. No, it's 33. It's 33. Welcome I thought back to it was 1,000. The Boys Only Club podcast. Rollback. <laughs> we haven't uploaded a Boys Only Club podcast in weeks. I wonder whose fault that is. There's been no time. Oh. It's been no boys. I want James to be extra confrontational on this podcast. I will be if you want Like, to. for no reason. Exactly like that, though. I wonder whose fault that was. The whole podcast, yeah. Please. Okay. Well, no, because it's real. Before the podcast begins, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Stitch Fix and Quip. Let's see if you can get through it with one take. Oh, God. I'll try. Let's tr- try, your, try your damnedest. You can do it. So our first sponsor is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reimagined the way we find and buy clothes. Style. Some of us have it. Some of us don't. (laughs) (sighs) But just because a sense of style seems elusive for some, it doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew you had. And you can with a little help from our friends at Stitch Fix. At Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. You just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and budget right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet. Your personal stylist, yeah, that's right, you get a personal stylist. Uh, they spring into action. Uh, they hand-select five brand new clothing items just for you. I know, I know, personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but you can too. Even you, Kib. How will I ever afford it? Oh no, you're actually super poor. Stitch Fix styling fee is only $25, which is waived if you keep all five items. And since your personal stylist only uses your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Once your items arrive, try them on, and you only pay for what you keep. Don't like something, you need something in another size, just send the items back. There's no questions asked. And shipping is always free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want, or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know you will too. So you can hurry to stitchfix.com slash pine to get started now. You can keep all five items in your box and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash pine. One more for the road, stitchfix.com slash pine. Thank you, Stitch Fix, for sponsoring this podcast. And now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Cool, and then let's do the next one. (laughs) That was awesome, dude. Yeah, man, that was fucking tight. So it's 25 bucks. And they no. send you five things? That's for your personal stylist if you keep all five items in your box. You didn't pay attention, John. I just, you just, that's your, oh, my God. When did, when did Hi. You, you got here when? Hi. I just got oh, here. Oh, that's crazy. You got thank here you guys when? for joining us. <laughs> Let's uh, and small, Wes. Let's get a small you. snap. Thank you so much. Les. Yeah, that's what people call uh, Starbucks call me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Weston? Weston boy? Weston? Weren't you born at a Best Western? Weston's one of the <laughs> best hotels I've stayed at. Weston? Yeah. Weston where where did we stay there? Did I we stay there, there in a... No, I stayed there for a uh, gaming convention called PAX. Never heard of it. Um, you, I'm a little upset that you copied the same design of my vape. Honestly, I fucking like that one better. Here's the deal, though. Only because I there's more fade. ordered this on Postmates, and they just, I said, get whatever color's there. They no got way. the coolest one. Doubt it. Sorry that we are both uh, kind of like brothers. Well, if you want to trade, I'm right here Those for it. Those look like uh, like mood Yuck. rings almost. Like what? They like are. Mood rings. It all has like to do with your mood. Grid. What's a mood ring? Mine has mood many ring? different colors. You heard of a mood ring? What's a mood ring? Yeah. You put, the, like you put the ring on and it changes color depending on your mood and it's completely fake because it's temperature based usually. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So but it just shows how hot or cold you are? Anger does correlate sometimes to being a little you hotter. You flustered, hotter. Hotter, your heart rate. So red, hot, angry, maybe. Wow, that's fantastic. Pink, a, thanks for watching. fantastic starting conversation for something that relates to our whole Blue shindig. hypothermia. Blue hypothermia, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason everybody's here today. It's because it's the season finale rap podcast. Yeah, so finale rap. Just a little transparency. We haven't filmed the final episode yet. <laughs> Which is why we're wearing clothes that you will see in the third to last episode. Oh, Oh, yeah. We're going to be wearing all of this always forever now. And John's clean shaven. Which I will be, yes. Yeah. So it's going to be different than what you're going to see in the actual final episodes. But a lot of stuff's changing. I don't know if you guys have heard. Mimi and Jamie certainly have. John, I don't know if you've cared. And Wes, you have a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah. But uh, season four, if that's what it's called, we don't know yet, is going to be completely different. And also very much the same. And that's a little tidbit, familiar, a little, but different. Familiar, but different. Separate. I feel like we keep saying the same thing about each new season. We're like, we're going to make it familiar, but different. And yeah. then it just no. keeps getting worse. Um, <laughs> it's exactly how I feel. I think, just I think we finally we got to a point, which I'm not going to say the exactly format we're going to do, but I think we finally got to like an idea of like how we're actually going to be able to make something that is like old stuff, but still very new and fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to do a lot with just playing board games. 
Yeah, we're thinking D and D, R and D, B and D, C and D. A lot of fucked up shit like that. I'm going to be addicted to beta blockers. Yes, you are. The whole season. And uh, baby aspirin. Can we talk about... um, Oh, no, we can't. Fortnite? For like two have, you guys, no. have you guys played Fortnite? You, you guys, when no, you guys no, came over to film the last episode, yeah, remember, I made playing. you wait while I was finishing. Play. Oh, yeah, you, you were playing, playing Fortnite? Fortnite? Dude, yeah. John plays Fortnite. Holy John, shit. What level you? John, what level John plays you? Fortnite. I'm terrible. Yeah, we are too. I don't know, 30-something? That's not bad, I refuse dude. to pay for any of it. that's just same. So. Uh, you just level up by playing more, though. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. My buddy, my buddy, whose name will go unmentioned, he, he got duped in and bought some stuff and instantly got better. So that might be the trick also. I bought some stuff. I think it's like a morale thing. It's placebo. But it is a placebo. But it's like suddenly you feel cooler about yourself, and there, you know, you become cooler. Wait, is it oh, is exactly hey, West, no, what do you play? You what do you push play the, Fortnite? Just kidding. I got really worried for a second. Yeah, I thought West didn't push the, the, the button because I didn't oh, see it. The big oh, red button. You, you did. You did. You did. We're good. We're good. No, move, on, move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Thank you. Thank you. Play Fortnite. No. Don't start. It's so fucking fun though, man. Don't start. It's a hemorrhage of productivity. You can play PC. You can play. That's the cool thing about it. You play PC. You play PS4. You play Xbox. You play B Zone. You use on your phone. You play. You play Ghost Zone. B Zone. You play it on the original Game Boy. I don't give a shit. And you can also play it on your phone. Fuck off, Wes. Oh yeah, you guys try to play it on your phone. Oh, it sucks. It sucks so bad. So hard. It's exactly the same. Moving with that, and then you like shoot and all that stuff. It auto shoots too, doesn't it? No. Or no, it auto aims. It, it like helps keep your crosshair. I on love someone. playing when there's phone people because they're the ones that I normally am able to kill. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, dude. I just jump around and build stuff in the forest alone. Oh, is this like the new Pokemon, Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, I need to explain like my you guys. Life. No, it's nothing like <laughs> nothing that. Like Can it. I explain to okay. you guys how real quickly how uh, Fortnite almost ruined my relationship? It's a very serious story. Oh, it was Fortnite. So you guys, she was you playing guys Fortnite and he broke up with too. Alyssa. So I have two stories after this. Alyssa got Fortnite on the PS4. Well, she I installed it. Because um, she uses my account because she plays a lot of Friday the Thirteenth for some reason. Still, still, this day, she still plays it like every day. I don't understand. I don't understand it either. No, also just make your own account. Yeah, make your own account. That's easy. And Especially if you play so much. Her answer is I don't know how. Um, and I was like, there's main Google, menu. Google it. Uh, main menu. Create new account. She did make her own account, which is great. Uh, finally, so she'll still play Friday the Thirteenth on my account because she, you know, has unlocked a lot of stuff on it. So she's gotta. Why don't you make a new account? What? Oh yeah. No, because I have Steven Suptic 3. <laughs> Make Steven <laughs> Suptic 4. Yeah, I could just do that. Um, so I got Fortnite on the PS4, and we were having a good time. It's obviously very frustrating to watch Alyssa play because she doesn't use the right analog stick. Uh, she plays the dude, dude. <laughs> dude, Holy shit, Lauren's the same way. Dude, they she don't just, look. She they just runs in one direction. I'm like, Lauren, you, ha- you have to just be using that stick the entire time <laughs> to look around. <laughs> Alyssa, so it'll be aimed at the ground and she'll be running. And it'll just be like, I'm like, Lauren, look anywhere. They have like tunnel vision. Nobody, they don't look at their surroundings. And when they try to pick up, she can't pick up weapons because she's dude, only looking dude, straight. Look, huh. here's the weapon. Here's the weapon. It's like. <laughs> to like pick it up instead of just going. Oh, no. oh my god! And then uh, so, man, shit. but it's still a fun time. Like we have a really great yeah. time playing together. And then it got bad. It got bad because I was at the office and I was rendering. So I figured, why not take a Fortnite break and play with my boys? Mm-hmm. And we were playing. I think it was just you and me. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember what happened? Well, what I believe happened was heart of the game, mid battle. Oh yeah, we were doing great. We had a bunch of weapons. Bunch of weapons. Had a purple scar. Um, and then Ooh. all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Steve's game just shuts off and logs him out. I wonder why. Oh, it was. I me. wonder why. And this was at, this must have been at 3 p.m. Here's what happened. Every time I play with Steve, I report him after games. For one day, he will be banned. And that was that day. Yeah. Just kidding. That's Alyssa logged on and fucked him. Yeah, Alyssa logged on at home <laughs> at 3 p.m. Go to work. I love how instead of. It, her just not being able to log on and saying, oh, you can't right now, it logs you out so that she can log on. <laughs> Remember when I was playing Bloodborne here and she would log in yeah, at your to house? to play Friday the 13th. And I'm like, it's fucking 12, where are you? Like, I'm at work playing video games. Why aren't you at work doing work? <laughs> and I, I, was in, I was fucking fighting like one of the hardest bosses and it fucking logged me out and then that happened. I think I was there for that too. You were, yeah. You know what it is? I do tell Alyssa when you guys are playing and tell her to log you guys off. Oh. I oh, gotta get up on my video game. It's so stuff. funny. Lauren played uh, her second time playing the other day, um, and she fucking loves it now. She's getting better, but she's yet to been able to even remotely kill anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Um, One day she will. But she always gets to like the final fifteen, just from like moving going so slow, so slow, and just being oh, there. Dude, Alyssa was a bush for the whole. Game. I always go bush. That's it. I always <laughs> go bush. I'll hump it right to the middle of the map. Go bush. Sit on it till those final three really skilled people are fighting it out, and the bush will just pick you off, baby. Anytime you die by bush, it's probably are we me. Still talking okay, about well, video games. John, are you drunk? 
<laughs> I wish. When you play Jason, me. are you playing as Jason? Oh, we're yeah. not talking about Friday the Thirteenth at all. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we've been talking about Fortnite Jeez. for probably. How does Wes get a chair for this I episode? That's what I want to know. <laughs> How are you, you still alive? John, I'm starting let's, to ask the same question. Let's hear about Wes. Yeah, oh, let's not hear about. You Wes. didn't get a chance to talk in the last podcast. I wasn't here. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk either. So let's let's do me first. Let's talk about me. I'm a paleontologist. What do you do, West? What do you do, West? I work for UPS. You're a paleontologist. Do you actually? Yeah, I'm a paleontologist on the side. Oh my God! What have you discovered? A lot of you're the fucker that discovered the titanosaur. Yeah, that was me. Anyway, where are you from, West? I grew up in Kentucky, East Coast. Barely East Coast. Yeah. Dude, no, what do they really call West Kentucky from the East Coast? Coast. Yeah, I thought West it was Appalachia. I do have a T in my name. Kentucky. Which is, oh wow, uh, fun you have a fact. Yeah. yeah. What do you do, Wes? I oh, act. Ocean. Yeah. West I, well, I, I kind of I try to act. So he plays Jason you know on the show. Jamie. I do. You know Jamie from yeah, the past, and then did you? You've met John a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys all have your own little weird mm-hmm. fucking group. How did you and Jamie meet? I'd like to say I'm not a part of any group. We did a movie together a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf, that's right. Blair's Wolf. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. I think so. Was Mark in that? In what? Mark was the witch. He was the witch. Mark was the fucking witch. You know, I have to say, all in all, that witch that was in the movie was fucking scary. I thought so. That was a really yeah. scary witch. Like the big ass arms when it's crawling. Anything with the... long arms and like oh. like that Skinniness? is really creepy. Yeah. And Not I like the, the witch. wait. I heard that that isn't the witch. Not the witch. That's right. the witch. Oh, that's stop it. That's oh, the person. Are you allowed to say that? I, yeah. We have, dude. It's been out for <laughs> fucking like, decades. What is it? If it's not a witch, what okay, is so it? Nobody paying about, attention. Yeah. They talk about the the lady who the, who they thought was the witch, right? And they they like tied her to a tree yeah. and they tied heavy stones to her arms and legs and stretched Stress them and them killed out, her. Yeah. And that's what that is. That's not the actual witch. So, you never see the witch. Question: Did she come back to life or did she just not die? She's like a demon or something. Right? Oh, yeah. my, now my, I don't care. My hypothesis. My hypothesis, and I think we like. It was hundreds of years ago? How could it have been a real person that didn't die? Think about it. My my idea, we talked about this before on the, we have a commentary Aliens. up on the Super Stopgap uh, channel, but there's a, my theory is that the witch, or the woods, whatever is in control there, just kind of makes, it grabs people and makes them live to death and kind of feeds off their, their oh, existence. So maybe the, it's the witch that is actually doing that. The actual witch brought I mean, that bitch Ellie back is, to life. Yeah, Ellie is basically <sighs> her original victim and is using her to kind of, you know, she's she's the the plate at the buffet. She's bringing all the food to you. Is there a screenplay out for both the original Blair Witch and the second Blair Witch? There's not. This is. I guess this would be technically the yeah. third. Because there was there were things I discovered. What was the other one Book of Shadows or something? I read yeah. that it comes. Dude, at night. There's no book. There's no book. There's no book. There's no book in Book, in book of, of Shadows. So anyway. it comes at night is a very. Um, I mean, it's a divisive movie because yeah, nice. what does come at night? Yeah, I don't know, but. You read it's the screenplay, which is available online, and it definitely enlightens you in a lot of ways. And well, then I started, well, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but uh, there are things in the screenplay that... I don't care. Spoil it for them. <laughs> no, I'm not no, going to pull you and Stranger it. Things, you son of a bitch. He <laughs> oh, spoiled no. the biggest thing that happened in the, se- the biggest season of Stranger Things. It had been out for a week. No. Was it a week? Seven? A week. No. You were just it upset been you out got for The week, Last Jedi spoiled for you. Uh, it wasn't Last Jedi, it was Force Awakens. Idiot. Oh, that's rough. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Sorry, man. When I called you an idiot, that was out of line. Yeah, I know. It's but Wes, you've been that. you've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, I've been doing this for a really long time. What so what long, brought long you time. what what got you into acting originally? Because you're uh, I was uh, a lot of a lack of attention <laughs> as a kid, and a lot of love, <laughs> a lot of lack of love. Jamie, what stop trying you... to organize this podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, man. I, I think the biggest it. question that uh, I'm always curious about with anyone that works with us is why. <laughs> uh, I think you guys make great content. I think it's really funny. Thanks, yeah, man. genuinely love having you part because of it. we don't thanks, pay you. Ah, that's You're supposed to actually. <laughs> no, no. Dude, you should tell us. Um, I'm curious. Like, what's some stuff that you've done? Oh, I'm sure people would be interested. Uh, in most of my question. career has been like episodic TV, <laughs> like one episode or two episodes of different shows. Like, I did uh, Mad Men. I did. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, Scandal. I did uh, Malcolm in the Middle back in the day. Oh, no fucking way! Yeah. He was yeah. the he was the middle. He was Malcolm. Was Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. Yeah. That was me. That's I look different now. What's you play in uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, I, I was a I was a neighborhood kid who was really smart. Go figure. And uh, I, ended, I guess Brian Cranston had fallen and broke love his knee. Love yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fallen in love. And then I set his knee. I was like the neighborhood doctor. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Wait a minute. Shit. I remember that. Yeah. Holy shit. Did you meet you're, Frankie you're Muniz? You're my friend now. I did. Yeah. So 
I didn't realize this. Frankie Muniz has uh, a disease. Uh, he has Alzheimer's? Or no, no, no. He has, uh, he has something with long-term his... memory loss, or is it short-term memory yeah, like loss? He says he doesn't really remember any part of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Wow. Makes it exciting cool to, to go back and rewatch and... it. Yeah. 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 I did that? Yeah. Holy fuck, I'm a it's bad probably, actor. That's probably the only <laughs> positive side to that. Yeah. Every other side is probably the worst. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've seen him really at Ralph's a couple of times. He seems like a happy guy. Yeah. Because he doesn't know where he is, John. He doesn't. It's not that he doesn't know where he is. It's that he doesn't remember Malcolm been. in the middle. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's been. Yeah. Frankie Muniz ruined my but he first knows where audition she's in going. LA. What? Really? Yeah. I do tell. My, the very first time I auditioned proper in LA, I was going to Warner Brothers Studios. So I was like all starstruck and freaking out and shit. And I walked in to the room, and you go through the entire studio to get to where the audition offices are and stuff. So it was like this long journey over there and I'm sweating my ass off. I get in there and every single, it was like, the, it was like in Friends where like Joey's full of people and he could walk into a room full of people with like leather jackets and slicked hair. It was like that. We were all wearing white shoes and you know, like a pink shirt and stuff. And so I'm losing it and I'm waiting for like 35 minutes and I remember that specifically. <laughs> and Frankie walks, just walks the fuck in late and they just usher him into the room right away. And that's like, I, that was my first celebrity sighting out here. I was like, oh, I fucking... I was just thinking about Frankie Muniz is going to get this part. I'll never get this part. I kept like I was like Frankie Muniz. He's going to get it. There's no reason for me to read anymore. And I went in there. Well, since uh, what's your name, Frankie Muniz? <laughs> Shit, fuck. <laughs> that's not me at all. No, I tried to shake their hand, and that's like rule number oh, one. Oh yeah. Don't. What? And they did the thing where like yeah. I have a cold. You don't touch Frankie Muniz's hand. No, no the, you don't touch the casting. The casting director. Yeah. They have to see fucking countless people. They don't want to yeah. fucking touch your greasy fucking masturbation just, hands. No idea. Had and that. they already decided on Frankie. So like there was they were like clearly done. What role was that? Right was that Stay Alive? God. It was some pilot that I think he actually I mean, yeah, did book, yeah, yeah. but it was like oh wow. Stay alive. So I I'll, three yeah. and a half actually, men. <laughs> I feel like I auditioned for Stay Alive. That's funny. Really? Stay Alive. Is that the gaming one? Yeah, the one if you die in the game. That movie was so fun. There's a character in that movie who's one of my favorite actors for anything comedy related he was also in zodiac uh he was the guy who made it out of the murder and they interviewed him at the end and he also was interviewed a couple times i forget his fucking name but he's got he was also one of the mcpoyle brothers in sunny oh, oh. he's so fucking oh, funny so, yes. what character is the he shorter of mcpoyle right he is the guy that uh jake gyllenhaal interviews or someone interviews maybe it's mark mm. ruffalo probably mark ruffalo um towards the end i think he was also in the beginning he made it uh, he's alive from one of the Zodiac attacks. Oh, is he the ones who get stabbed? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 he's not the one that gets stabbed on the beach. Oh, he's the one who gets shot in the car. Maybe. At the beginning? Well, no, not at the beginning. And but he's the more dominant, shorter McPoyle, right? It's, this, it's Zodiac. It's been out for right? 11 years. <laughs> Wait, is that the guy from Westworld? The, Jimmy Simpson? Jimmy Simpson. Uh, I, I've not, I haven't seen Westworld. Wait, what was Westworld was so funny. What was his role in Stay Alive? I heard Westworld World wasn't that good. I loved Westworld it. Westworld isn't good? Yeah. It's Jinx. so good. Dude. Okay, I'll watch it. shit. I love it. Oh, I wanted to briefly mention uh, while you look up who the guy is. What was you, his role? Do you know? Uh, he's one of the McPoyle brothers in Sunny in Philadelphia. He's the oh. uh, shorter one. Um, less skinny. Oh. We, for some reason, are, uh, got into the finals for the Shorty Awards. Yeah. That's, How the that's fuck? Oh, for, for the Woods? Yeah. No, that's, no, no. No, for uh, our show. Our show. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you it's wish, like John. <laughs> That'll never win an award. John, oh, for the Woods that I directed? <laughs> My movie? <laughs> no, but I, d is it is it a show category or does it take the it's whole season as ensemble. one? Best ensemble. Yeah. Now here's the best part about that. Uh, I got an email um, saying, uh, <laughs> and Kip, I don't think I've told you this yet, but they were they emailed me. And they're like, hey, uh, we can fly out to to the Shorty Awards. Um, oh, yeah. Do you want to bring anybody? And I was like, yeah, let's bring the fucking team. And they're like, oh, uh, you can bring one person. And I was just oh, like, yeah, I answered. There, so they're like, who do you want to bring? Just pick somebody. And I was like. I'll bring nobody because I'm not going to have that on my conscience. So everybody can be mad at me. Good, or good choice, honestly. Yeah. I would have been mad, and you would have been mad. But I'm only flying out because uh, I got the opportunity to fly out for the night before to go to some party. I don't know; it's not party. my thing. So I'm flying out just the day of, and I think I'm flying back maybe the same night. Oh yeah. So it's just I'm going out there, going to the awards, and then coming back, back to work. Dude, if we win, YouTube better fucking give us a million views per video. That's all I'm saying. They give it to us. <laughs> Wait, what, to give us what, what is the Shorty? Explain. What are the Shorty Awards and where are you flying? It's just to? like um, New York. More, oh, it's cool. kind of like the Streamies. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is uh, more? Well, which one holds more clout? The Shorties. I don't like, know. Kevin Hart went to the Shorties last year and won one. Yeah, but Kevin Hart didn't want to go. Yes, but he did go. Did you see anyone famous go to the streamies yeah, ever? Yeah, but Vin Diesel's also nominated, and I doubt he'll be there. If he is going to be there, you're flying me out. Also, Kevin Hart does everything all the time. It's true, but no one we famous... You probably invite Kevin Hart on this podcast, and he'd say no. No no one famous <laughs> has ever been to the streamies, you know what I mean? I don't think. But people... Dude, some people go to the shorties. Steve. 
Yeah, but I fucking think that he's just a C. Shane C Dawson was actor. at the streamies. He sat at our table. He's a YouTuber. It seemed like he got very um. <laughs> it seemed like he got very upset when they met, made the blackface joke about him. You remember that when they were like uh, something about he's the one white guy that does blackface or something for for ten years and made a bunch. He of was gone for like half the time. Oh, he left. I think he, he did leave. Left. Yeah, he was sitting right beside me. Yeah. Do you guys know who Shane Dawson is? Yeah. People yeah. always tell me. <laughs> people always tell me I look like him. And nah. I'll take it as a actually. Compliment. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. think so. I don't think so. Minus the. We have to get him on so he could be my. So he got red. He's got, oh, he's got red hair. More yeah. I can see some of it. I can see some of it. No, you look. I think Shane Dawson's hilarious. But he seems like a cool guy. We should reach out to him, and so he could say no too. Hey Shane. He'd definitely say no. Guys, I had, a, I had a funny thing happen to me last night, and by funny, I mean extremely painful. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> the diarrhea? So, yeah, baby. Oh, John, oh. can you talk about that story? Have you talk, talked I, about it yet? Uh, I was yeah, trying we to... and we covered it. No, we didn't. <laughs> we'll cover yours first. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll cover mine, and then I'll it, it, immediately directly se segue it into you. <laughs> I have um, to go. So, last night, and I think that this was Mimi's doing. Um, Definitely is, because I have yet to. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? So, holy shit. <laughs> you'll, I, you'll find out, food You gave everyone that you the made me eat. Palm hearts. You eat only vegan food, always. That's all you Here's eat. Here's the thing. If Mimi wasn't fine, she wouldn't say it. Yeah. There you Truly. go. You're a liar to my face. I, she she refuses to face. admit that she's got bowels. What? Mimi, you're struggling to hold in torrential diarrhea right now, and I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I can see it in your ass. I don't know that she's taking a dump our entire relationship, so you might be an entire can at this point. Just Do you guys poop and fart in front of each other yet? No, no not please. poop, but fart. fart? Fuck yeah, we're, we're, We should be bonding Break right now. Break the bear, trust me. Dude, Dude I gave Alyssa a blunt the other night. <laughs> you are going to be the mediator. It's a good thing I'm editing this one. Yeah, that is. And he just put something over my face. Just like a sensor. I'm just gonna isolate this audio. And we're just gonna zoom in on us. No, and just we're gonna completely cover my face. Everything just that's going on face. before that. Let me tell my story. Oh my god. So last night, I woke up, and then I'll tell you the dream that I had last night also. I think I either woke up from this dream or had this dream after. Um, so I woke up with just the worst pain in my lower abdomen. And it was just like, oh fuck. And I literally, like, Vinny was on the ground right next to me. And I literally like, grabbed Vinny. And just I squeezed like, his dick. I'm just like... <laughs> 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 it's like a stress ball. He's <laughs> 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 just like... <laughs> he was almost Dad. no pain. <laughs> All right, so I woke up and I literally, and I'm like moving so much in the bed, like taking the covers off, putting them back on, and like moving around, and Lawrence just passed the hot fuck out and next to me. Hot and cold flashes. It literally hot and cold flashes, and like it hurts so bad. And then I just let out a. <laughs> and then I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. I've and, gone to the bathroom. And I'm, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm, I just woke up from like stage four sleep, so I am fucking loopy. I don't have my glasses on. I turn the light in the bathroom, it's blinding. I sit on the, the toilet and like, it just, it, I'm getting such intense cold flashes. Before the shit even comes out, it's like, it starts here and it's just pain. And it's just like, like moving all the way down. And I'm just like, fuck. And then so, like it finally gets to the bottom and it's just another fart. And I was like, no, you need to get out of me. <laughs> and then I start literally feeling like I'm gonna have a seizure. It's a fucking alien. <laughs> I literally felt like I was gonna have a seizure, dude. I was getting hot flashes and like, I was like, my heart was like, you're probably holding your breath and pushing, you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, my heart was literally like, doom, doom, doom. And like, I was finally fucking just like, the first shit came out and it was like a normal shit. And I was like, there's gotta be more danger in there. And then it fucking came out like, like the, um, like, you know, when Moses part of the Red Sea and then he was finished with it and then it all just crashed back down. It sounds like one of those poops that's like a. Yep. You know? And you oh my god. Cork? And then it literally all came out, and then I was like borderline passing out on the toilet, and then it all came out, and the, literally the pain instantly subsided. And I was like... Lauren, take me to the hospital. The, the dream that I had after it was a very interesting dream, and I tweeted about Wait, it. Wait, what? This is the dream I had. So I'm in New York, and you might have been there. You might have been there next to me. Or no, you. he wouldn't have taken you with him. You're right. Ooh, fucking yeah, right. burn. So it was me. I would have taken you guys with me. It was Kib. So for the sake of the story, it was Kib. And you, mean, you and I were on a corner in New York City. Just It was just a normal day. It was sunny out. It was kind of hot. We were, sit, we were standing on the were corner. Were we prostituting we, ourselves? No, no, no. We were simply waiting to cross Could the street. Could we prostitute ourselves? In another world life. Okay. And so we noticed that there was a very recognizable man to our left. J.J. Mm. Abrams. Donald Trump. Donald Trump was there. And so I, I was just like, it was kind of one hey of those, boys. it was, no, just stop, let me tell it. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I was like, oh, that's the president. And then I was just kind of like, one of those hey, things. how you doing? It's getting hot. And so I said, it's, it's getting hot out. And he was like, 
Yes, I am getting hotter. <laughs> yes, I am getting hotter. It's like you woke up from that. Either I woke up from that or I had that post-diarrhea. <laughs> but literally, it was the funniest thing. I woke up and I was like, what? I was like, it's getting hot out. And he's like, yes, I am getting hotter. And then he just started crossing the street. And then it just... And then I simply woke up and there was no sense of tiredness. And you woke up in the president's body. Through him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm disgusting. This is absolutely tremendous. I can't wait to change the world for the worse. I'm somehow worse than him. Well, fuck him. I have a brief. Figuratively. I have a brief poop story very recently that happened before. We're gonna tell Jacob after. It could lead into yours just so you have preparation. I don't. So. Before, before John's big story, I, don't have one. I uh, ordered Tacos Reyes. Um, it's in Canoga Park. It's one of my favorite uh, tacos, place, oh, yeah, like tacos places in probably that I've ever had. It's just uh, you walk in there and they give you uh, eyes of, disc of mal. They, want a heart. They, want, they don't want me to be in there. You're the wrong one. Yes. You, and that's how you find the best Mexican food places, I think, is when you walk in and you're not wanted there. Not and they, they the point North at the gringo menu. They just go. And it yeah. just says, oh, yeah. it's just a Taco Bell menu. <laughs> no, the one in North Hollywood, though, was, like, really authentic, and they were, like, really nice to us, remember? Yeah, but it wasn't, like, top-tier Mexican food. I think it was better than anyone that you like. Oh, you haven't had Tacos Reyes. Let I me explain have. this. No, you haven't. Yes, I, I think have. I've had Tacos Reyes. No, 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 you, none of you have had what you've needed to have. I feel like we've been there. Oh, God, shut up, we've everybody. All, we've both been <laughs> there the and place. also had it delivered I feel to like house. I've been there with you, dude. Well, the point is, they got their old chef back. And I know that because there, was a, while, there was a while where it stopped... <laughs> chef Curry? <laughs> there was a while where it just stopped being, like, spicy. It was really spicy still, but it wasn't, like, you know, destroy you spicy. And I ordered uh, four pastor tacos, a quesadilla, and the quesadilla was the spiciest thing I've ever had in my life. The next morning, I woke up and I knew something was wrong. I knew that I uh, either had to go to the hospital or I had to just take a big shit, and it was definitely the big shit, and it was gonna be one of those um, plaster bombs. So I was in an Uber. Is that a Fortnite weapon? No, it's a, it was a fucking, uh, imaginary weapon. What, what's the one that makes you start dancing? The boogie bomb. Yeah, it was a boogie bomb diarrhea. <laughs> I was just, oh but I was in an Uber, and it's a 30-minute Uber that turned into an hour Uber because of a traffic accident. Oh no! And I could feel it. I could feel every it's every inch creature. and every every quarter inside me, <sighs> building up and bubbling, and I uh, felt sweaty. I was starting to get really sweaty in the back because the Uber driver had the heat on. So I was mm. like, "Could you turn the uh, could, you, could you turn the cold on?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yes." And then he flipped the switch. Turns didn't help the heat at all. On. I just kept kept getting warmer and warmer. And uh, we were on the uh, 101, so it was probably about a mile until the next exit. And I got, we got closer and closer, and I got closer and closer to shitting. And I was like, can we make a turn on White Oak? And we go off on White Oak, and I was like, can we stop at Burger King? <laughs> and uh, I stopped at Burger King, and then I uh, went inside, and then I... Uh, and then what <laughs> happened? Then you had to go poo-poo in the bathroom. I realized this is the exact same story from the Pollo Campero thing, but in a different way. The story's just I shit. I realized that halfway through. That's not gonna. Oh man. Oh god. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, there was no punchline. There was no punchline. There was no. No. Oh, Jamie, cut that one out. Oh fuck. I'm, so I'm just sorry. gonna zoom in on West the whole time. We got we got closer and closer, and I got closer and closer to shitting. And I was like, can we make a turn on White Oak? Man, I thought I had. No, I forgot sorry. about the ending. Jamie saved me from uh, poop disaster true. one time in Very Canada true. when we were shooting the movie. You're I had so to go lucky. so bad. And uh, we were at a park or something. We were like all the way on the. Well, other It was side your of the birthday. Park. Yeah, it was, it was my was birthday. Like, was let's a... go. Let's go have a celebration for for West. And uh, we were at a park, and I was like thinking about okay, the bathroom's so far away, and I have to go so bad. So uh, I was like patiently just trying to breathe. And walking makes it. you have yeah, to yeah, put yeah. more. Oh, and yeah. you like I you always the find you're like thirty paces like in front of everybody else you to go. when you. <laughs> yeah. And so I get to the bathroom, and I go in the guy's bathroom, and there's, I guess, a homeless guy in the only stall. Just and I'm like, are you going to be done soon? And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to get out. out of here. So I was like, well, I don't really know what else to do. So I went and I got Jamie, and I went to the girl's room, and I said, can you just stay in here? Anybody who comes up, just tell them that you know, there's somebody in there, your friend's sick or something. And I actually took a shit next to this very nice lady. Well, so like, women really oh, kept coming in. Awful. Women <laughs> kept coming in, and I was like, hey, just so you know, yeah. my friend, he's, he's, he's taking a brown over there, and the lady's... And that's how you said that to a they, woman. Everyone was so cool about it. They were. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, okay, it's not a problem. <laughs> Nobody like, had an she's issue. She's like passing me gum under the stall. There, there's oh, a, there's a really, there's a really great. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> there's a really great picture of our whole group, and you're just, oh, God. you're just downtrodden. You can tell that my stomach was like 
terrifying. I thought you were having some kind of existential crisis about your age or something. I was so worried about you. I do have those, yeah. But it was just that it was just that you were you were a dump truck. Oh yeah. It was really bad. Really bad. I mean it was like I don't um sushi. Just a bunch of sushi probably. We had a lot of sushi. I love those shits where like it's not your choice. You don't get to decide. Where is it ever your choice? When you pull your pants down the moment your ass hits the seat. <laughs> it creates a vacuum. Like, you didn't like ask Jeff for that. Sucks it yeah. it yeah. made its own. Yeah. It made oh, that's exactly what me, what me last it night. It chose was. when to come yeah. out. It's like dropping free weights down a staircase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're on your third trimester by then. <laughs> you know how there's oh, yeah. a lot of water in a toilet <laughs> bowl? <laughs> what happened last night was my shit replaced the water. Oh, God. Ah. All right. And even when I flushed it, just shit rained down the Uh, Let's talk about the finale a little bit more and how we came up with that and how what the process was for writing it and stuff. And okay, so as we said before, we haven't shot it yet. (laughs) You lucked out, man. I didn't luck out. It'll be the final. Wait, so I told my when I was a small boy, my father taught me how to eat just enough food that I burn it perfectly. (laughs) I haven't shit since I was eight. (laughs) <laughs> and I pee, I pee somewhat, a little bit, but that's only if I drink water, and normally all I have is alcohol. Or if someone tickles you, John's the perfect I do, I do like a dog that gets excited when his dad walks in after a long day at work. I sometimes trickle pee when I get excited. Little bit does that. No. To burn the extra stuff off if John eats too much, he has to wear one of those like belts that you wear around your stomach to get mm-hmm. abs, and mm-hmm. it just burns off yeah. those 200 calories more than he needs. 200 calories? Hmm. So the finale, <laughs> what was the process uh, for coming up with the final story arc? Because it was season, kind of a rushed thing, yeah? This season was a little bit different. Um, I think we had really high hopes for it, and I think we're still... It's. I'm hoping that... Because we haven't shot it yet, but uh, I'm hoping that it's going to be as cool as we're imagining it, because yeah. I think the season took a far more... Uh, there's a lot more action, mm-hmm. for sure. So it seems like season one, we it was more comedy. Season two was more drama. Season three is definitely a lot of action. Is my lens here? Cinematic action, no, keep talking. Damn it. Um, this season we focused a lot on action, I think, and tried mm-hmm. to mix action comedy. Um, and it was, the process was a lot different. I'm not editing anymore, which towards the end. So it's, uh, that's why videos have been like taking a little while to you know, come up is because Autumn's doing like all the editing right now. Because do you prefer they used that? to split some of it. Is, is so. that is that a part of your creative process, the editing, or how do you feel most connected to? I I think for me, what makes me happiest is being able to uh, do everything. But that's not a little bit of everything. You mean or everything uh, of everything? It depends on the project. If I'm really passionate about it, I like to do the I think whole thing. Like the, I think you like to do the creative bits of everything. Like re- less than like, for example, not the fucking um, subtitles. That's not yeah. the creative part of it. You want to do like the creative part because yeah. but I, think, I think that's where you excel as well, doing the literally the specific creative parts of each But thing. if this is going to work, I can't do the editing anymore. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't make sense. For but Autumn's a great process. editor. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Time. She's the one yeah. we need yeah. to do this. It's just the, uh, there's so much that goes into these videos and it just takes like forever to that's why two editors are better and we're i think we're picking up an assistant editor and that might or might have already happened actually. assistant editor heather yeah name is. heather really no oh <laughs> god no but, it just uh, barely rhymed everything's gonna uh start uh, we the question was about season three and the process of actually doing it we did a lot more scripts this yeah. season focusing a lot more on script and like more character development like uh story-wise versus just like one person's character being developed or something like that and like it's it's fun like the way that we're doing this because in a way like the like the way that we develop our characters can always change you know we can always go in different directions and stuff like that and so i think like you said like focusing on the action stuff we wanted to have like a real villain for this season we wanted to have like a a conflict that was kind of like between friends yeah between friends and like something that actually like um was attempting to damage us you Mm -hmm. know and so like having John, who's a tremendous actor and tremendous improver, um, be able to play that character so well and just that so, like, unhingedness of it, it's a good, like, balance between, like, our funniness and then the, the more, like, intense, like, violent funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't you uh, originally well. intend for John only to last, like, a few episodes? Yes. Yeah. We originally did not plan for John to be the overarching villain. He was originally... Um, Manager just, John. 
a manager who was very like erratic and was causing a lot of shit. But it was in gonna, and out whenever. Yeah, for cameos. No, it was it was. I had four episodes planned with him, and it was gonna just end at one point. But that was supposed to end at the midpoint. But we decided that having him as the like overarching villain who's behind all this, um, because Steve introduced like you had the idea to do the bitter bonds. I think at the beginning of the season, um, and that kind of went away for a little while. But then bringing that back as we were also doing the things with with John and John and I were having more like scenes together and stuff we realized like oh wow this makes sense that this guy to connect is them, yeah. is behind all this and like bring it all bring them both together like that John's think, first that first day that we the three of us shot together is probably one of my favorite one of my favorite shooting days that we've had. It was a, oh, it was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, you crushed my fucking nuts, dude. I'm very sorry. <laughs> he that hit me so hard in the nuts, sorry. genuinely. I was and not I literally was like, what the fucking Christ do you think that that was a good idea? <laughs> well, we like, had a whole extra bit of... I'm sorry. No, no, no. We had a whole, uh, like, two scenes after that, too, that I don't think we ever... Is that is that ever going to make it in, or is that just kind of like... Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to make it in. Oh, man. Yeah, just... Uh, I, that was just a blast, though. We had We had a lot of really golden material during all that. There's really a lot cool. of stuff we shot this season that didn't make it didn't in, like the audition mm-hmm. that we shot. Audition, um, you used it, but you put music over it and didn't actually use yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it worked. Whatever there were worked. the two flashback scenes, which we could still use. Yo, the flashbacks, yeah, we can easily use... Uh, well, one of them I've, I lost. Yeah, you did. And then one of <laughs> yeah, them you did. is... Uh, lost them See, that's, Stop that. Well, that's why um, we need a, a team, because uh, when I transfer these cards, like it's tough to manage. We have like eight fucking cards, and when I do that when we shoot the podcast it's like you don't know what's don't on the card and what's already been transferred yeah. this is something well that's that's kind yeah. of fun about me and Mimi joining as producers is to be able to look at okay where what's what's the best way to do this behind the scenes yeah and it's yeah. been really cool to kind of yeah, we're hoping to streamline this do you yeah. ever uh, yeah do you ever like label the files <laughs> label the files what do you mean was that a funny thing <laughs> no what do you mean label the files like name them when you transfer them over, so it's not just like MOV fourth. Oh, if I, if I've transferred them over, then we're good. But it's the process of because uh, I think we shot and then I didn't transfer it over, mm. so I just need to transfer over right away. Yeah, you do. But anyways, as far as like the writing <laughs> for this season, we all sat down originally before we had a big meeting with John and everybody, um, and we came up with like a good idea of how we want things to play out. James and I came up with ideas that we were going to do this whole. Um, Harry Potter-esque thing, which I won't talk too much about, but we came up with a rough idea for how the last four episodes were going to be, and then we had a big meeting that got in depth of, you know, where it was really going to go, and uh, it it was a bit of a collaborative um, effort on the last four episodes, which has been really fun. And the whole whole point of uh, the ending and everything in the last, like, three episodes is to kind of reset... Yeah, reset. Give us a clean slate yeah. for yeah. season four. New location. We're really hoping that season four is going to be like, and we've talked about this before, but something that you guys r- all love yeah. and um, won't be too different. And I think that's something yeah. that we we went in a direction that creatively fulfilled us, but wasn't necessarily <clears throat> tailored and, and the best for Certainly YouTube. Not, yeah. But some of you guys disagree. Some of you guys will be like, no, I love the cinematic stuff better. But I think what made this happen was some of the original stuff and we want to get back to that without it seeming old or outdated. We want to do new shit and still have some new bells and whistles on it that wasn't in season one, but you know, did you guys not do scripted stuff uh, before season three at all? No, No, just, just ideas of what to go film. Season two, we did a few. Season one, the only scripted thing we had was the season finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was actually barely scripted. Yeah. Yeah. It was still Um, outlined more than anything. Yeah. So season three, we really started doing scripts almost Every episode, because we Almost saw every alternative lifestyle yeah. um, episode we uh, we did scripts for. So that was like a new challenge for you guys, right? Yeah. Well, we were so excited I with mean, how Acrasia turned out that we were like, "Fuck, we could do shit like that more frequently." And then season two ended, and we were like, "We could do that in every episode a bit." And then we we're like, and "We also, could do every yeah. episode all cinematic." And now we're like, "Oh and fuck, we've gone too far." Definitely <laughs> um, isn't tailored to uh, a wide audience for mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. but it's important because it helps us learn about. You know, the film industry it helps yeah. us learn about how to like progress as filmmakers. So in the short term, it doesn't really work out. But I think long term, it's it's important to get to know like all the ins and outs of actually uh, working together on a set and mm-hmm. learning from everybody that's that's knows a bunch of different things. Like learning from you on the woods was unbelievable. Thanks, and then man. Uh, just seeing Thanks, like man. how <laughs> yeah, Phenomenal. it's uh Season three was definitely a big learning experience about um, how to progress as filmmakers. Yeah, uh, but and and to learn to 
to channel all that stuff that we want to do into actual short films yeah and short skits that have nothing to do with sb7 yeah or nothing to do with the alternative lifestyle because we, we still want to be doing that like short films here and there yeah. maybe like a few skits we're all writing our um, own projects that <coughs> john came to us with a really good porno idea mm. oh my <laughs> yeah. fuck we might be doing i can't wait for the that. lawyers won't let me talk about that right now yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's chinese money play the girl and the guy chinese money. here's the thing i can stretch my dick all the way to my ass Demonetized. No, it reeks. Back, back to back to the scripted versus unscripted. Obviously, I was never part of the unscripted stuff. But what's cool about the way that you guys do the scripted stuff is for the for the talent that you've brought on that is more used to that. You guys have the script for them. They have lines. They feel taken care of. But for some of us who are comfortable with the improv, you. So I've you know you read some of the comments and people are like oh it's all scripted now whatever but well it's not like it's you guys not. are so cool about trusting yeah. people that come in with their own ideas and stuff like that and it's been a blast to have the structure yeah. of of what you bring but then I think part of some of the amazing stuff that James and I have found together was just the best idea wins and going after mm -hmm. like what's funnier yeah. Yeah. in some cases what you didn't know was coming your way yeah. which I feel horrible about and I would still <laughs> buy you that drink that's okay but yes, you will. <laughs> but it's it's not all i think what what some people i don't think i don't think most people that don't do this stuff know what goes into an episode you were talking about the yeah. subtitles and the editing and all the files and even with the run and gun kind of like oh we're gonna go to this location we're gonna go to that location it's like countless hours yeah. from everybody and it's it's really impressive what you guys pull together what's in, unfortunate in such is a short amount of time it's not enough i think for it to for us to be aware of how much work goes into it, it doesn't translate in the sense of like people appreciating it more because they don't really know, or maybe it, they just don't care. I think that that's part of the magic, though. Yeah, I do when agree. You watch a show, you watch a movie. <coughs> it, it, like if you're in the industry, or you're like you're an editor, then or you're, you're thinking director, about it. Yeah, if you're watching it, like I'm still able to watch things and not analyze analyze the whole time. Sometimes I will certain things, but like um, that's part of the magic because if Definitely. you're too aware that you're watching a show, you're watching a movie, then it, it kind of takes away that spark about it and it's like with uh, with youtube and like having our show on youtube there's a sense of transparency and like we talk a lot about our day-to-day -day, like how we do the work how we write it or how we edit it or how whatever um and i think that like maybe even taking a little bit of a step back from that might be interesting and just, yeah just kind of like making the stuff putting it out there and not really giving away those secrets i was gonna say too what is interesting about what you said because season one and season two were still less cinematic there was no wall and you're not analyzing because there's nothing to analyze it's just videos of people goofing around now that there is and they've seen that maybe that kind of forces everyone to look at the cinematic stuff from a analytical way because they're so awesome. used to this and they're so they love that so now they're literally analyzing if they like this enough to be okay with this compared to the old shit mm -hmm. i think uh, that's interesting prior to the cinematic stuff i think one of the things that made you guys so accessible was it was almost satire about vloggers in general mm -hmm. like yeah, you definitely. were you were mostly making a, a statement about you know the the we i guess we won't say names but there's there's well, a, like a parody of can i let you in on a little secret was a it was never intended to be a parody of vlogging mm -hmm. really? it, was, it was intended to use the popularity of vlogging uh to <laughs> tell a, a story to, story to tell a real story well i think you honed in on something that people really connected with as you went because it was <laughs> it's it spoke to me when i first watched it because i was really kind of frustrated with the vlogging environment personally and i think that there's something there's a lot of cool stuff out there i think casey neistat really did a great job of kind of elevating it to a point where people could appreciate the cinematic stuff but still kept it very grounded and you guys, you guys kind of did the same thing he did, I think, but in a way that was more uh, well, I think it's because both Casey Neistat and ourselves, I think we realized that vlogging is, isn't something that, you know, you just make fun of. It's actually, it's a cool idea. Vlogging is cool. Um, it's certainly there are people that have taken it into a, into a way that's like not cool, but it, you can recognize that there's something there that you can turn into something greater. Mm -hmm. And uh, people clearly connect with vlogging, and if you can have those people not only connect with your show because of the vehicle you use to to drive a story, you can give them a really fucking cool story too, and they can learn from that, and they can be excited about that. So I think that was the main goal with Alternative Lifestyle. I think we've definitely strayed from that goal, and I'm excited to get back into that in season four, or if we just make it a... a new not newish like a new name or something but we might call it alternative you know what i do miss too which is kind of goes along with this um everyone used to say that there was a blurred line between what's real and what's not there's no blurred line now it's a show 
So everyone, there's no realness, almost no realness. Yeah. So that, that goes back to like that'll feel nice to get back to. Let's put let's blur that fucking well, line. Well, when baby. I get a car again, I'm gonna show up at your guys' house all the time just for Fuck no yeah. reason. So it's gonna be a lot more like on the on the spot. I missed that. Well, that was on so the fun. Cuff kind of improv yeah. stuff. Not prepared. Steve um, comes over and you just like create a story. What's up, yeah. dude? Just create a story and a storyline. Like I think that, and you know I'm not gonna say this on here. I'm gonna tell you guys after. Um, but with that, it's like creating a story on the cuff and just seeing where the story takes us when we're talking about it. Like you come over to my house, you're like, Sammy Joe fucking hit me over the head with a baseball bat and kicked me out, mm-hmm. and then I. I either react one of two ways. I welcome you in or I say fuck off. That is cool to you know? surprise you with a story and then you just roll with it. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking cool. That's that, what we used to do. Yeah, definitely. I always give each other a heads up I, because I mean, I'm usually masturbating. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember I just showed usually. up to... <laughs> That's like your sleep mode. <laughs> I think the, the really... The turning point was when I just showed up at your house and you had you and John there, not this I John, remember the John. day. I remember and the day, yeah. And you just filmed that and then just went from there. there. Mm-hmm. And then we hit the road. We jumped in. I was a, a gay pirate. Was that the episode I was a gay pirate? Or was that Idlewild? That was Idlewild. Oh. I think Very what's good. what's really exciting is that, I, I don't know, I think people who are really into the cinematic stuff might view this as sort of a betrayal of the, that storytelling element, but it's not left behind because you guys have be, yeah. you guys have grown so much of sto- as storytellers through all this. Yeah, yeah let's it's, just... It's, let's, it's not to leave that behind. It's to, to change the vehicle because it used to be a vlog to tell a story. Now we've shot like a show where you're showing the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? What it, was, I think, it was good exercise, yeah. What yeah. I think is definitely going to be cool is to possibly, as we're doing the next season, be also working on writing and developing an entire season of a show. And not like what we do now, which is it's working, but it's it's not the way to do it, is we'll write an episode and then shoot that episode and then write the next episode and then shoot the next episode. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you should have each episode already planned out because then you're you're able to actually... Be aware of all the arcs, all the beats, like all the actual like climactic points that are gonna drive the characters and drive the story. So if we plan <laughs> an entire like ten episode season, and then, but we're also putting out this content for like our next season, which is going back to that original stuff, we can shoot that at different times. I mean, for a, an additional show, like a either an additional show or a, a scripted season of this show mm-hmm. that deals with more of the not serious stuff, but like more of the actual story mm-hmm. versus just the like improv stuff. Well, it's setting up um, expectations for the audience so they they know what they're getting into when. Yeah. So there's there's going to be you know a more set schedule and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Can we? We were talking about this earlier. I don't know if we can talk about a schedule. I think we're just going to feel it out and see what works. But like, there's. I'm really excited for for the transparency of like here's here's what we got. Here's here's our here's our plan going forward, and people mm-hmm. can know. what I don't want into. everyone to know exactly what our plan is. No. No, just because they don't need to. Okay. I think they should know that, like, when our stuff's coming out, but I don't think they should know. That's more of what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just like they, can, they can expect, you know, top of the week, here's oh, what yeah, this yeah, is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I thought you meant, like, what we were doing. No, not story-wise. Yeah, I just yeah. mean, you know, as far as, like, what kind of episode they'll be getting into during what point of the week they're going to join and see what's yeah. up. Yeah. And we should definitely do, depending on how this next season goes, we could even start it with the last three episodes, or maybe just two, um, is like the previously on type mm-hmm. of thing. Like a recap, like a little like 30 second, if that recap. Oh, that Interesting so to see. Do you guys think that's a good idea? Ever, like, leave a comment if you, yeah, if what, you guys, what you think about that, because I was talking about on Netflix, but that, my opinion, was popped pretty quickly. On Netflix, I'm obviously binging, but... I skipped the previously on, but that's because I'm binging. You're binging yeah. So you know exa- yeah. yeah, you know but exactly on YouTube, what happened. I don't think say because I know we talked about if doing. If you're watching like, it on TV, you have a week before. Exactly. So you want to see. So like you watch that episode and you love it. The next week they're going to give you a small recap because it's been a week and you've been living, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're going to forget some of it. And I think if we're doing like say three or four uh, alternative lifestyles, like the the old way we used to do it, but obviously a little bit better, and then we have that one show a week that's a totally different show, which I think could be really cool if we come up with. I'm not going to say any of the ideas we've talked about, but an entirely different show, maybe different characters or maybe the same. I don't know. But then that would work because they're not binging that. They're watching one a week and they would that previous on would work perfect for those and maybe not yeah. just the alt lifestyles that are every day, every other day on the channel. I think the coolest thing with that <coughs> show, if we were to do a show that's completely not us and not Trick Point 7. Fortnite. <laughs> um, then that show has to be all shot to completion at one point yeah. and then edited into each episode. That could be and cool. And then put out, like, we, we shoot it one month, and then the first episode doesn't go on for, like, two months later. Would we have enough then, time to do that, though? Okay, we're just, uh, we're in a meeting right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, next season's uh, going to be 
probably, I mean, I always say this every time, the next season's going to be the best one yet. This one, I really think so. But before we talk about anything else and end the podcast, uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, a, it's probably time for John to, no, don't, you can't leave, you can't leave. It's time for John <laughs> to explain something that's happened to him very recently that uh, he's been holding off, that we've been putting off, and that he needs to talk. But he didn't hold off for too long. Couldn't, because of a terrible incident. John's pregnant. Mm. Twins. Really moving on. This, really this episode this? is sponsored by... Oh. A word from our sponsors. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of bulkier traditional electric toothbrushes. And guiding pulses alert you when to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. I uh, use my Quip brush every night now because I finally took it home. I usually forget to take anything home from this office. You don't brush. <laughs> Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere, whether it's going in your gym bag or carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip's subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year. But Quip did. Find out why for yourself. Quip starts at just $25 if you go to getquip.com pine. pine. Right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com pine. pine. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash P-I-N-E. P-I-N-E. You can find all the links in the description. Thank you, Quip, for sponsoring this podcast. And back to the podcast. P-E-I-N-E pine. So if you pay 25 bucks, Quip sends you a stylist. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, wait. Let's let's. Wait, no. You're not gonna tell the story. God. I'll leave it as a. So you invite me back. I'll leave it as a cliffhanger. God damn there it! You're gonna do that every time. <laughs> Bumped for time. Bumped I know it's time. been six times, guys. But invite me back one more time. Is it because? Is it time. because you're still going on dates? No, I'm processing. I'm still. I'm working through. You need to emotionally process it. I understand that. No, no. We'll we'll. Wait, hold on. You can do this. I'll start the story. You can bleep it, and then we'll say I'll do it next time. Okay. So okay. it's like. Once upon a time, in Toluca Lake. All right. Wow. It. Yeah. Wow, that was fuck. that was fucking nuts. I yeah. cannot believe that that had happened. I already to heard him. the story. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> fucking That's asshole. Well, I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody for joining. That was a great story, John. Mm. You killed it. I hope so, everybody appreciated that story. Barn burner. Thank you, Wes, for joining. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. Still surprised any of you guys want to work with us. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Mimi, Jamie, I see you guys every day. So. Cool. And Kid and James. These are guys that are on the podcast. <laughs> Touch it fucking later. Nice. God damn Touch it. Touch it later. This is fucked. Leave a comment about how fucked this is. That was impressive. The entire way through. Bye, bitch. Uh, so good at cameras, baby.